everyone, welcome to David and Jeff's Survivor Podcast. I'm David, and with me as always is... Jeff! How are you doing, Jeff? Good, how are you, David? I'm doing great. We have uh, this guy that we get every single uh, season to talk with us right around merge time about Survivor and get his take on everything. Uh, JML is back. How are you doing, Justin? Hey, guys. Thanks a lot. How are you? Doing well. So uh, we're just going to get into it. We're going to be talking all about this season uh, and specifically what's been happening recently. But what has been your overall thoughts of this season so far? Overall, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think there's a couple characters, a few characters, who are going to be remembered for a very long time. So that's always a good thing. And then I think that they should stick with the three tribes one time because that creates more complex coverage because there's more overlapping relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think it has been interesting to see all the dynamics play out, uh, especially post-merge. But, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it never lives up to Jeff Probst's hype at the beginning of the season. But, uh, what's that? No idea. Yeah, it never uh, lives up to Jeff Probst's uh, hype of the season, saying, you know, this is the best cast in history. I don't know if that's true by any means, but I do think we have some good, interesting characters uh, and some uh, uh, compelling uh, people that you uh, are invested in. I mean, come on, Probst goes all the, over the top all the time. People haven't figured that out about now. Yeah, yeah. If you if you solely believe Jeff and everything he says, then he's going to you're going to be disappointed because he never once said how great. Like some seasons, he'll say, "Oh, this is the best strategy and some of the best moments." All he said for this season was a great cast, um, which actually isn't too high of a rate. I mean, he did say it was maybe the best cast they've ever had, which is pretty high. But uh, I do think there are some really good people cast this season. And, and they think the editing overall has done a pretty good job of showcasing people. There's one or two that get left behind for a couple of episodes, but usually they come back and reintroduce them later on. But So have you noticed a storyline storyline or a theme uh, this season, Justin? I mean, the best thing I can give you is I think it's outworking the opponent. Uh, I think that's in line with who I think is going to win the game, so that's why I would say that it's about outworking the opponent. Okay. So it's outworking all the other people. Uh, that's, I mean, uh, it's not, they're, they're not the, the editing isn't as consistent as far as like one proper type of team, but that's the best, that's the best way I would say it. Because yeah. to me, it's been, I mean, it's been a blue collar game from the beginning, and that's why I'm saying it's about outworking the opponent. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, unless you want me to just feel like I'm winning that right now, but I mean, I think everyone wants to take the winner that that would be. Yeah. They could always be censoring us, but I mean, it seems pretty obvious, right? I mean, who do you guys think is going to win? Well, Jeff's pre-game pick was Jet. I don't know if he's still uh, standing behind that, but. Um, yeah, she. I picked Jen. I liked her. I thought she was doing really well. Now that she's kind of decided that she doesn't want to play, that sucks. But if I were to pick right now. Um, the one that makes the most sense to me is Mike because of where he is in the game, but I think Carolyn's got a really good shot too. Yeah, 
my my pre uh well first episode pick was Mike and I've been uh I was a little nervous like episodes two and three and then were like it was weird because they showed him just yelling at everyone and I was like yeah, well, what do I work. do? But, what was he yelling about? He was just about work with the it's true. Um, but ever since then, he's been in the driver's seat and shown uh, very, very positive. Right. So, unless for Spencer and I, it's just hard for me to see Mike's number. I mean, Jen did have a very good edit for a while. And then, well, this last episode, it just kind of went off the cliff for people over the table because he's got to be more quite a anymore. Yeah. But, uh, that's what I mean. If you look at Mike, like, he's been one of the top guys on. They made a point of showing all the work that he's providing to them. So it's traditionally important to show that he's always working to keep things going when other people aren't. And you know, Carolyn's in a great place in the game, and so is someone like Tyler, but they're being severely undereducated. Yeah. They're not Yeah. Yeah, she's one who is very predominant. Freebird, and then they came to the merge, and she's definitely taking a back seat. Like, like if you look at the first, I don't know, even you know, three or four episodes, she's one of the main people of the of the show, and then it just quickly, yeah. Now, now we hardly ever see her, if if even hear from her.
flippers never win. It's flipping at the right time, which is a, it's a smart strategy. But a great quote. That's a great quote. Yeah, it's a really great quote. It's a great. I mean, he has. He's not a complete idiot. Like he, he has some smart. But you're right. It's handling his emotions, and he's like we've constantly seen him throughout the season saying he has to keep himself in check and to stay calm, cool, and collected. Because so often he just wants to fly off the handle and, and do Maybe that's, I mean, maybe that's the story of the season, right? Because if you look early, Lindsay got a big edit. It sort of reminded me of where they built up bigger than she had to be. And then her loadout was between her and Rodney. And then they chose Rodney. And if you remember, in uh, the season Sophie watched, what was the season called? South Pacific. In South Pacific. That book from Michaela was a big thing about who was on what side, and they did that storyline-wise to show that Sophie and Coach were not the same, and they were making different decisions. But eventually, showed us why all the way back there they were shooting that. So, were, are they shooting a thing that maybe it's Mike's undoing that he went with Rodney, or maybe that's where Rodney won because they chose to be with him? That that episode could have really set things up like that, and then the whole time it's just him. Thompson collected knowing when to make the right Yeah. Would you say that he's sort of, uh, other than Mike, would you say he's one of the top contenders to win? I mean, he's certainly. After Jen's edit plummeted, I can't really think of anyone else because, I mean, Mike brought me, Carolyn is in a good game position. Uh, Tyler has an okay edit. I'd probably, I'd probably say those four are the only ones who have a chance. Yeah. Jeff, do you have any thoughts on Rodney? Um, I mean, he's definitely an interesting, an interesting character. He, I agree a lot with Justin when he says, you know, he has proven to have some intelligence. I just feel like his, uh, you know, his mouth and everything is gonna make, you know, make some issues for him. I will say that his impressions of Mike and Dan were spot on. <laughs> Well, and that's an example of maybe that helps him with the jury. Right. Oh, we didn't like him, but now we're starting to to like him. And maybe that's what the rest of the season is. Them making us like him and understand why he went. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I still think there's potential there. Um, But yeah, I I still think that Mike is probably the the number one front runner. Right. I just want to be clear the reason I think it's Blue Collar is they repeated twice. I think the winner is on this mat. I think the winner is on this prize. What do you... Let's talk about Shireen. What do you think of Shireen? Her is got real interesting because she worked real hard. And all of a sudden it went from like what actually going on to who hated her. And suddenly they're starting to like her a little bit more. And we're starting to see her as the, the good guy. Whereas everyone else is the bad guy. Right? Originally Shireen was really annoying. And then turned into sort of that scene with Dan in the water, but now Dan's the annoying one and Shereen is the good one. Now, the question is is that just to set Dan up as a joke? Because I could very much see Mike beating Dan and I forget her name, Sierra. Sierra, yeah. Yeah, okay. There was the other Sierra on that back in Token Team, so I'm getting confused. But. I could see Dan and Sierra sitting next to Mike who destroys him in the jury. So they could just be setting up Dan as sort of a you know negative figure and just get the likable 
underdog to make it so there's actually some sort of compelling story to the season. But she's definitely her editor has turned and working really hard. So, I don't know. Maybe she does go further. Yeah. Yeah. I could see. Yeah. I could see definitely being a number on Mike's side and her her making it way to the end just because people think she doesn't have a chance to win. So people are never going to target her necessarily. Um, well, and imagine if Mike goes to the Final Four with Dan, Sierra, and Serena. It's kind of a shoe in at that point. Yeah, yeah. So you get to the last Bible. Yeah, I agree. Unless unless they were all somehow all incredibly smart and voted Mike out at four, but... We want immunity, then. We have competition, but that's the greatest one. That's true. You can just walk through the course, whatever it was, and you win. <laughs> uh, I mean, being honest with the final four with those three, it's one of the best games to survive a victory, so. Yeah. Yeah. And you they set that up, right? They set up Serene working with Mike, and that could be Mike's uh, final ammunition that gets him past Rob. Yeah. Whichever team is going to strike, they have to do it now. Like, they have to do it at Final Nine, especially Mike. Like, if Mike wants to, to take the lead, it has to be the SmackDown Tribal Council because if he does get Jen and then, you know, who, who's going out after Jen? Now you have 4-4. Unless he does have, you know, a really strong bond with, like, Tyler or something that we're not seeing that, you know, Rodney doesn't have. So I, I think this next episode could be very interesting. Definitely, it's a good point. Any thoughts on Shireen, Jeff? Um, I mean, yeah, I definitely agree that she's turned it around. She's got a chance, but not a big one. Um, I don't know, I'm enjoying her a lot more than I was maybe three episodes ago. <laughs> let's talk about, uh, well, you already mentioned it, let's talk about Dan. Your thoughts on Dan? I think he's got a big go. And I think he has them to stay back. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's fairly open in space. I mean, he doesn't really have a chance to play him. Yeah. Everything they show of him is just him insulting someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is not. He's, he's in like that pocket, right? So. Yeah. That's one, yeah, fairly obvious. I don't think there's any chance that Dan wins this. I don't no, think. No, but, but the fact that he's going to be heavily negative makes you think that it has to be in the fight. Because if Mike gets alongside him, then Dan goes back to kind of put a kill him off for no reason. And I guess maybe he's sort of satisfied and actually could be a go. But setting him up like this as a go makes more sense. Because who else are they really setting up for a final tribal story? Maybe Shireen. Maybe. Uh, Maybe Sierra, because people would say, why didn't you get this? You hated all of them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, very, very few. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Tyler, I mean, I know we're talking about Dan, but let's get boring. Tyler has a little bit of a final tribal story, right? They're giving him stuff about, like, well, I'm playing the game, I'm in a good position, I know what I'm doing. So they're showing him as aware enough and how big he's enough that he you know, put out stuff to talk about. So I could see him maybe getting there. But like the other people, not really. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler's interesting. Do you... 
even like storyline and editing side, do you agree with his strategy so far? Do you think he's been making the right moves? So you're saying put storyline aside? Yeah, put storyline aside. Yeah, he's done what he's had to do in the position he's in. Give me an example of someone, and I think far too people take this into account when they analyze Survivor. You know, we see this when, you know, people talk about the boss of Rob wasn't that good in my face. He destroyed his class. But I don't think people take into context for that. Where you get stuck in a situation and you just have to play within that. And I don't think he could have played better within the situation he's been in. It's just look at the situation he's been in and not for his advantage to put him in sort of the driver's seat. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think he's made a lot of smart moves, especially at the merge where, you know, especially going to Michael and like, L- listen, you know, you, you guys are the ones that need me. I don't need you. I can go, but just the way he's handled that, the way he handled, you know, the clue of the immunity idol, just to ensure trust there. I, th- I think he's made a lot of right moves. It's just a matter of knowing when the move needs to be made next to change up the game. Well, again, that's our best, right? If you with people who don't want to make that move, it doesn't matter how much you spend your people keep it. Yeah. You can't, you can't make other people, like, that's the thing about Survivor that's so revealing about human nature. You can't force someone else to write a certain thing down. And the word, it showed that to work with other people requires their agreement, requires them to be on board with you. And if they're not, there's nothing you can do, even if it's just for, you know, maybe it's for psychological reasons, they're afraid of jumping. You know, these are the whole drama they can't come from. Creating loyalty in people can do things psychologically for that. So maybe that happens and they don't want to split the power and doesn't win because of that. They can either play a bad game. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, Sierra then. We mentioned her briefly. She's another one who, like, she had a couple episodes in the middle there where she was very prominent, and then, again, she's now just sort of slipped to the background. And they showed her, I think, two episodes ago, oh, maybe she's going to switch up the game, and then she didn't again. So they keep constantly showing her um, in the position for where she could change up the game and never does. Right, and there's only two possible reasons to edit this one. One is to show that that alliance is a strong as it seems to be, because we're certainly strong right now. So maybe they don't have to pick it's not that strong to set up the eventual split when, you know, Robin flips and everything, they show the division inside of it. Or it's to set her up as a joke, where people say, you wanted to flip on these people, but look who you're sitting next to. The very people you said betrayed you. Why would you do that? So maybe the two possible reasons. And the thing is, those two can work together, right? Because even if there is a division, it creates a lot of tension in the story if you show, oh, well, everyone's going to flip on Mike. Is Sierra going to flip on Mike? Is Mike actually going to get voted out this time? And then you see, you know, is Serene going to go with Serene going to go with him? Is Sierra going to go with him? Is Tyler going to go with him? And then they stay in the Alberta Rodney that time. And even though what that really means is Rodney is the bottom of the alliance, they've created a whole storyline for the entire season, which created more conflict throughout the season and made Rodney a bigger character. So it could all just be to serve that purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts, Jeff? Yeah, Sierra's edit has been one of the more confusing for me. Um, but she just, I mean, she doesn't have a chance, I, I feel like. I, I don't know that her, in terms of the storyline, if we're going to go back to that, I don't know that her storyline makes much sense as to why she would keep, you know, going back to the people who 
hurt her and are mean to her, but I don't know. Hers is one of the more confusing ones for me. Yeah, and part of me thinks that her and and Mike much ha- ha- must have a much closer relationship than they're showing, you know, because mm-hmm. because I doubt that she's staying on because of Dan. <laughs> like, like I think that he's probably made you know a pact with her and and then stuff like that that they haven't necessarily shown. Right, and again, context comes into play with her, right? Those are often like the same with Mike and go with people you know, uh, you know she's talking about the no caller how well did she know that she was going to flip to go with Jenny Taylor who were a power duo mm-hmm. let's talk about another interesting person Will what are your thoughts on Will this week um, <laughs> he's kind of a joke to me like he just like I would never in a million years hope this way to prove me loyal like, unless I felt like I was actually in on the plan, I would never do that. So I don't know what his thing is. I guess maybe he was Rodney's back pocket. But then again, they had this comment of Mike saying, uh, Will's going to play Rodney. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's another one where, you know, he they showed him at the, you know, at the beginning of the season, he totally messed everyone's plans up and voted Vince out, which no one was wanting to happen. And then, you know, then he was just sort of there, he was always there, and then now, like, as soon as the merge happened, essentially, he flipped over to the other side, and, uh, and now well, he's they just... they did say that. They said that earlier, they said that he would be the undoing from the no-caller alliance, which he was, keeping Will you know, so they did set that up. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just an interesting thing that, I don't think he's made a lot of right moves, um this season, but he's still just there, and it's one of those where even though they don't make right moves or smart moves, they're always still there and <laughs> playing well, the he's game. not making bad moves, he's just always staying in the majority, which is always going to put him into the bottom. You can always flip at the right time. You're okay, especially if you made no promises there. But it's not a, it's not a high probability strategy. Yeah. Any thoughts on uh, Will, Jeff? Another confusing one, um, but he's just so I, I I'm interested to see what happens with him next week because it seems like he's gonna have a big week next week in terms of edit. So I'm in, I we haven't really seen that side of him, so I'm a little bit I'm a little bit intrigued more than anything. All right, let's talk about the one who said you know their stock greatly plummeted, especially this past episode. Jen, what are your thoughts on Jen? Oh. What, that's what they were say. I mean, she had a good, a good edit, and then all of a sudden, when she hit the, you know, the university, she just gave up and quit. And I mean, we're saying the theme is working hard. She worked really hard to get what she got. And then she just decided to stop working. Yeah, it's interesting. And, you know, part of me just thinks, you know, is she really wanting to quit? Is that her strategy to stay longer than, than other people? Now, if you read an interview with Joe, he said she wanted to be kind of rest of the table. So, and if you saw the way they ended the voice you looked at her, I was like, I'm telling you she's going to be straight at this point. Gotcha. So, yeah, we... But, I mean, it's interesting for me, talking about the quitting thing, if you're saying vote me out, or you're just walking out, you're doing the same thing. Yeah. You're quitting. Now, here's the difference. 
and she had said, I want to leave to the girls and stay. To me, that is a lot different than saying, having a random emotional breakdown like some of these people have, like the hairdresser and Tony season, with the pink hair, and just quit. I think her name is Lindsay too, wasn't it? Yeah. The two Lindsay's who are hairdressers. Uh, um, that's a lot different, because you're quitting for a reason, and you're quitting for a value. You're saying, I don't think I'm going to win, this isn't worth my time anymore. But as far as my value goes, I would like to see someone I think is good for me to go on the game. That's a lot different for me from just pissing out random. Yeah. And, and what were your thoughts on Joe this season? I mean, Joe got the evidence that I had to give him because he doesn't win. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a good player, he's a very strong player, you know, he's out there. You know, he's, yeah, he's not going to be a hazard with a brain. So, he got the energy reserve. They had to underplay him all season. This is what happened. And he didn't have two hidden immunity idols to play on him and his alliance members, so he just got up earlier than, say, Malcolm and Caramelis. Same thing, exactly. He didn't screw Philip over this time. Yeah. All right, let's see. Who else are we missing? Carolyn? Any thoughts on her? I think we already gave her thoughts on her. I did at least where I said if she won, I think they would have edited it. You know? They could always just pull her out of, you know, like it'd be a Natalie after Jeremy thing. But I just think the fact that she's under-edited, the fact that she's, you know, in the majority has an idol, I think it's that maybe giving her somewhat more than that. Yeah. So, um, we've sort of determined that, you know, obviously Rodney, whenever he's going to flip, he's going to target Mike. But who do you think will be Mike's group's target from the other side first? Like, we we heard Shireen mention, you know, Carolyn, she's threatened by her. I mean, obviously they show Rodney as a big adversary. Uh, who do you think is actually, you know, going to be the the target? I think you named the two it would possibly be. From an edit standpoint, it has to be either of those two. Because one, logically you have to explain why Carolyn doesn't really even like the idol. She gets blindsided while holding the idol. That explains that. So that makes sense from a logistical standpoint. And then Robin, from a storyline standpoint, I could see him blowing up and Mike finding out about it and say, fine, we just put him out instead. Yeah. But then if they know it's coming, wouldn't Carolyn give... Well, I don't know I... Because she wants. Yeah. Alright, so of the four remaining women, who, from an editing standpoint, has the best potential to win the game? Wow, that's tough. I would have said Jen two weeks ago, but her edits just like destroyed. I mean, I, I almost want to say Shireen because of how her edits turn. Yeah. I mean, Carolyn's in a great place logically, but she makes just no edit at all. Yeah. I don't think any of them win, so. I say none. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Jeff? I'm thinking they're going to go to Final Tribal Council. There's going to be a 3 3 tie. Jeff Probst is going to throw up his hands, say, fuck it, and then declare himself the winner. Um, yeah, any other thoughts from uh, this season, Justin? That's all I got. 
a good season. I think we should see how it turns out. And see, you know, the, the wonderful thing about college season was it has such a great ending. It's made the season look better in retrospect because yeah. a good story, especially a good mystery, all has to come together again like that. So I'm hoping something similar happens thematically here. But really, if Mike wins, they drive home the point of hard work. Or even if Rodney wins, they drive home the point of hard work. Something like that. Where, you know, everything like past the whole season is built up in Tony's uh, season, and we found out it was just because to make Rue's choice such a big deal. Yeah. So hopefully something similar like that happens when they get to the end game. Yeah. It, and the other thing I think that was great about Kageon is that you have really big characters in in the finale. I mean, you had Spencer, Tony, Cass, and even Wu was a, a fairly, I mean, he wasn't invisible. He was a fairly big character. So, I, again, I think, like, how awesome would it be if, you know, Mike was in there with some big characters uh, as well? And sort of, you had this, uh, like, I don't think it's possible, but somehow Mike and Rodney both got to the final four. <laughs> You know, yeah. and what that what that would create going into the the finals. Mike Rodney and Dan in the final four would be insane. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so while while I do think that Mike with Shereen, Sierra, and Dan would be probably one of the uh, best strategic final fours, you know, that someone has set up for themselves, it may not be the most entertaining finale. <laughs> I'll go with best strategic of any day, though. I would, if Mike got to the end with those three, I would love it. Was there any uh, pre-merge people that, well, or even uh, beginning of the merge that we haven't talked about that you really liked from even a storyline uh, perspective that people you enjoyed having on the season? I mean, Vince was entertaining. I don't know. If I can't remember, I'm probably now, right? Uh, Max, Joaquin. Uh, Joaquin's like helping, and I don't want to talk about Okay, <laughs> sounds good. All right. Well, uh, before we let you go, I have a little game uh, that you and Jeff will play, and I decided this uh, time we'll have you guys be a team, so you'll work together, so you're not competing against each other. What the twist? What? I said, what the twist? Yes, what it's been. Uh, so, there are 11 tribe names that are named after animals. And I was wondering if you two collectively can come up, without cheating, Jeff, come up with the names of the uh, 11 animal named tribes. Can I name 11 tribes because I'm a history at this point? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. So are we going to just... you're working together. Oh, we're, we're, it's a co-op? Yeah, it's a co-op. Well, I know two of them. For sure. Well, I'll, I'll mark them off if you're right. And... I know that Ogakor and Baramundi are both animals. Alright, do you know what? I know one, I believe it's kangaroo and alligator, but I'm not sure. Uh, Ogacore is alligator, so you got one. Baramundi sounds like a fish. What? Baramundi sounds like a fish? Yeah, Baramundi is a fish. Like oh, okay. Like Barracuda. Yeah, yeah. So you got two out of the eleven, so you have nine left. <laughs> Oh, 
Am I allowed to look up a list of survivor tribes if they don't have meanings with them? Is that cheating? Uh, let's hold up. What I'll do is, first, before you do that, is I'll give you the actual animal, and then maybe that will spark okay. some memories. So, uh, the first one is monkey. Are you sledging with the hidden temple right now? Red monkeys? <laughs> There's an actual tribe uh, that was uh, named after a monkey. This tribe did not last very long. Matt Singh. Yes, Matt Singh is correct. That's a type of monkey? Apparently. Or a oh, wait, apparently that tribe lasted the entire time. <laughs> I'll add the guesses then of Tandang and Calabao. Alright, well, Tandang is rooster, so that would be correct, and Calabao is water buffalo. This is, this is just death playing because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, have you ever played a co-op game with a friend and you're learning it, so they, uh, and they just, like, do everything for you? Fang and Kota. You would think, but they're actually named after tribes, people, uh, after humans. In okay. the, but uh, we have another one. There's another tribe actually that means alligator. And it's from the first ten season. Yeah, what's the, what is the Amazon tribe? Um, Jabaru and... Tambaki. Alright. Yes. So you got, uh, those are both names. Jabaru means stork, and Tambaki means, uh, where is that? Means Ladies fish. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is what you need to I figured that because there are animals in the rainforest, that they would be named after some sort of animals in the rainforest. Use your brain, kids. You are correct. So let's see, one, two, three, four. So I think there's only four left. Uh, you may want to continue with that train of thought, Justin. Guatemala, Nakum, and. Um... Yeah. Let's not stick with Jeff's train of thought. I think okay. you were more correct, Justin. Yeah, well, Guatemala is more in my ruin, so that would be a good fun fact. Okay. It's, uh, isn't, it's Jacare. Jacare is correct. That means alligator. Yeah. That's the other one I'm enjoying. 
Oh, um, Ogacorp, Barramundi, and, well, what was the Australia Merge Tribe? Barramundi. Oh, that was the Merge Tribe. Oh, Kucha. Kucha, yes. That's Kangaroo. What about Africa? Those were Samburu and Baran. Those are, those are people. What about Nicaragua? That could be it. Well, okay, there is one from a season in Nicaragua. Yeah. What are the seasons in Nicaragua? Yeah. 21, 22, and uh, Nicaragua, Redemption Island, and then the last two, San Juan del Sur and Worlds Apart. give you a hint. Uh, two out of the three left are from a season that they've only been to once. A location they've only been to once. Hmm. Which pretty much rules out all the recent seasons. <laughs> yeah. So, Jeff, Would Palau, do you think? Oh, no, Palau, they've been to multiple times. China would be um, Jean Hu and Fei Long. That is correct. Jean Hu and Fei Long. Jean I, was thinking, I thought that like when immediately after I said Amazon, my next thought was China, but I didn't get it. Jean Hu is fighting tiger. Fei Long is flying dragon. Okay, that was, China's not real. It's not an animal. Let's take that off. All right, and this last one is uh, an animal that is not real. Uh, it's not a mythical animal. It's just an animal that is not living. Oh, so it's a The dodo bird. <laughs> the woolly mammoth. You should get this one, Justin. Are you telling me it's Omotepe? Not Omotepe. Zapatero? No. Wait, you're telling me Romeo as an animal is a stuffed animal? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> That last one's Merlonio. <laughs> I said it wasn't living. <laughs> the fact that the second you said it's not living, I immediately thought of the stuff that I was like, I don't even know that that's what it's made for. It's absurd. <laughs> Alright, so you guys got them all. <laughs> I did better with that than I thought. Yeah, yeah, you guys did pretty well. Yeah, like. 90% of the names nowadays are all the locations and geographic regions, so it makes yeah. it pretty boring, actually. So. America. <laughs> oh my goodness, America. What are your thoughts on the Merge Tribe name? <laughs> I love it. I think it's awesome, and Haley went up in my estimation with her love, what she loved the name, and explaining why she loved it, and then her whole thing about America being slippers. The greatest slippers in history. I was like, "You're awesome." <laughs> we need more lawyers like you. That was a pr pretty good comeback at Tribal Council. I, w I will definitely agree with that. 
So, uh, anything you want to plug or promote before we uh, say goodbye, Justin? Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed some of my uh, quick-witted humor on this podcast, check out my podcast it's called Welcome to the Midside. You can check us out. We have a Facebook page. We're also at themidside.com slash podcast. We talk about pop culture, sports, television, the news, and basically we talk about how absurd life has become in this world and why it has become that way. It's like lately, really big champion, championing, uh, saying that wrong, but desalinating the ocean. Because in California, they say we have no water, but with the book wet, there's a lot of it. So that's one of the things we've been discussing is why don't people that place to salinate the ocean? Cool. Yeah, so be sure to check uh, the mid side out for sure. Uh, anything else you have, Jeff, before we say goodbye? Nothing important. Like that doesn't go. Alright. <laughs> Be sure to uh, to let us know what you thought of the episode. You can do that on our Facebook group, David and Jeff Survivor Podcast, or on our website, survivorpodcast.blogspot.com, or subscribe to us on iTunes, David and Jeff Survivor Podcast. So thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Goodbye. Bye.